Hi, this is uh, William Smith from CX Today, bringing all the latest customer experience industry news. And the last two years or so have seen kind of rapid transformation in the contact center space, uh, for instance, with flexible work models becoming uh, the norm. And, and the effect that that's had on agents is the subject of a new report from Calabrio entitled uh, Health of the Contact Center 2021, Agent Wellbeing and the Great Resignation. So I'm thrilled to, today to be joined by uh, Calabrio's Ed Creasy and uh, Graham Mikkel uh, to discuss the report and also the clear trends that have emerged uh, from it. So, so welcome to you both. Hi there. Thank you. And uh, yeah, before we get started, I wonder if you could just tell us a, a little bit about yourselves and, and your roles. Uh, maybe, Ed, if we start with you. Yeah, so uh, Ed Creasy, I am the Director of Pre-Sales, which really means I, I, I have a team of, of experts who help our customers um, match their challenges to their uh, to our solutions. And um, my background is um, pretty much 30 years now in, in contact centers. Awesome. And yeah, Graham, same question to you. Um, yep, yeah, I'm Graham Meikle. I'm a senior WFM consultant and project manager for Calabrio. I've um, been with the company two years, and before that, I've been a planner for about 22 years. So, lots of experience and lots of it, um, lots of, I don't know, watch under the bridge, I would say. <laughs> well, awesome. And I'd like to kind of <clears throat> start by discussing how increased workload is, is increasing the stress for, for agents. And a couple of the stats that your report has found, 44% of UK agents say that their biggest challenge is, is too many calls. And at the same time, 96% of agents are reporting feeling uh, acutely stressed at least once per week in, in 2021. Um, so, yeah, I wonder if we could start with your research has obviously found that, that, that most agents feel companies aren't doing enough to address stress. So what should companies be doing? Uh, and Graham, I wonder if I could ask that to you. Okay, so um, from experience and being talking to customers, some of the options that people are looking at at the moment is kind of increasing the flexibility of their scheduling, allowing the agents to pick their own schedules, um, introducing gamification so the agents feel engaged. And I think one of the big themes that's come out is the is the is the lack of engagement, I guess, with people working at home. So the more engaged you can get your agents, the better. Right. Well, and I wonder what do you see as the kind of the key technologies to help agents reduce stress? And Ed, if I can turn, turn to you for that. Yeah, b broadly, there's um, there's several um, sort of um, segments. You, you, you've got to have business intelligence and analytics because you've got to understand what, what, what are the sources uh, of the stress. Um, and when you understand that, then you can inform that into a range of technologies. So things like uh, contact routing technologies where you can start to match agents uh, skills and, and preferences to to customers needs and customer styles um, you can look at employee engagement technologies which is a real, real focus for us and that's when you can go anything from giving employees the flexibility they need in their schedules giving them the type of personalized coaching um, that they need to have the type of career that they want and actually giving them a, a most of all like a personalized experience because you know different employees have different needs well absolutely and aside from technology i wonder graham how does organizational and, and cultural change also uh, impact those decisions okay, uh, well i think that the important thing here is that every every business is different every business has their own culture but i think the thing that's coming more and more becoming more and more clear is the link between employee experience and customer experience and that it's really important to get the employee experience right otherwise your customer experience will never get up to the level it can be so you know i think that's a big driver and that's why we encourage companies to try and be as flexible as they can with their, with their workforce and offer as many alternatives as possible. Mm -hmm. 
Well, and the report also looked into how omni-channel capabilities are becoming more important due to, to the pandemic and what that shift means for agents. Uh, you found that 67% of UK agents say that they're, they're now managing more non-voice interactions. Uh, and agents are dealing with an average of 14.4 uh, additional omni-channel interactions per day uh, compared to 18 months ago. Uh, and at the same time, 40% of agents are, are saying that they, the lack of tools is the most common reason they're unable to, to solve a, a customer's problem. So I wonder, how have customer needs evolved due to the impact of the COVID-19 uh, pandemic? And to, turn to Graham for that. Okay, so I mean, I once had a job, which was the aggregate demand plan manager, which was the biggest um, wordy job title I've ever had in my life. However, this is what it's about. This is about understanding the change of customer behavior due to COVID um, and the impact of the pandemic. And I think what a lot of businesses have seen is that that dynamic has changed. The, the way that um, the, the demand comes into the contact center now has changed in the sense it's no longer just all calls, it's emails, it's chats, it's Facebook messengers, it's WhatsApp messages, there's hundreds of ways people can contact them now. And it's understanding that channel shift and that aggregate demand mix and how that works. And that's really important for how you service your customers. Well, and Ed, I wonder how can training and coaching kind of adapt to ensure that agents can keep up with the increased volumes across all these additional channels? Well, firstly, it's got to change the current situation. There's a couple of uh, Typical situations we see um, when working with contact centers. Number one is all the data from the different channels is in silos. And often that's because those, those channels were evolved sometimes by different departments historically. And then in the last two years, they just evolved quickly. So it wasn't whether it was the same vendor as your voice channel and your email channel and your chat, chat channel. It was whoever could do it quickest. Um, so you've got to, so you've got to remove those silos. And, and, and typically we also never see that um, email, chat, um, voice data reported together to agents so they can actually see how they're doing across those. So firstly, we just need to get rid of those those silos. Um, once you have all the channels together, and it's a very simple thing, so you can see that journey, you know, voice to chat to email, um, then you can see a single view of the truth as we say it. So you can see me as an individual's performance across a range of things. And, you know, how do I adhere to my schedules? Am I good at first contact resolution? Do I handle calls efficiently? Or do I talk across customers? I, do I deal with complaints and can I sell effectively? And once I'm seeing all of that, then I can decide what sort of coaching I want. So yeah, it's getting rid of the silos, seeing it all together, and then applying the personalized coaching to me. And how are you seeing agents respond to the digital transformation of contact centers? So I think they actually expect it. Um, I think the, the one thing that COVID's done for all of us is that it's up the amount of digital technology that each of us as individuals use, you know, including your grandmother um, and the older generation where they've never probably before never picked up their phone and had a video call on it before, whereas in now it's something they do. So as we evolve and as agents come into the contact centre and are more tech savvy anyway, they're expecting all these different channels and have to be able to service customers on them. Mm -hmm. Agreed. What's interesting is there's some there's some also some, some surprising trends in that context as well. So one of the things I've seen both both uh, as dad, but also in contact centres, is a different skill set for people who've evolved at different times with technology. Um, so I evolved. I'm sort of a crossover generation because I was in work before technology and after technology. Right. What I'm seeing now is, uh, and there's data to back this up, is employees are coming to the workplace who've only really ever used um, mobile operating systems or predominantly use that. So actually, when they come into an environment with lots of different applications on a desktop and a lot of legacy stuff, and they're used to having the simplicity of a smartphone, 
you've kind of got challenges. And that's where having tools that are easy to use, but also smart, but are essential. So artificial, artificial intelligence has a role in that. And then overlaying that, coming back to the coaching thing, they've also got to be able to be adapted to individuals. So, so yeah, there's a, there's a lot of demands on, on the tools we're going to give people. Well, and your, your report also looks into this kind of topic of, of the great resignation and, and strategies you might have to, to boost agent retention. Um, so in, in the UK, you found that 45% of agents are considering a job change uh, in the next 12 months, uh, slightly less in, in the US with 27% of agents. Uh, and But just 18% of agents say that higher pay is the main reason for leaving. Um, and both US and UK agents are really preferring um, a completely remote work setup. So I wonder with those kind of uh, stats in place post pandemic, uh, will remote and hybrid forms of working kind of persist within the contact centres? And, and what will be the impact of that on engagement and, and retention? And Graham, I wonder what you can say about that. Yeah, I mean, every scrap of evidence that we have and every customer I've talked to persists that the answer to this is yes, that hybrid working is here to stay. Um, and I think what a big trend that's happening at the moment is that companies are losing staff um, very quickly to other customer, other companies, sorry, who, who offer this type of hybrid working. And I think that the interesting trend at the start is that 18% of agents around higher pay say is the reason for leaving. I think if you'd gone back two years, that percentage would be much higher because that was the, the mix of the job. Whereas in now it's more about work-life balance. It's more about what else they can get from the job and how comfortable that fits into their life and the, and the lifestyle they want to lead. Mm -hmm. Well, and with that kind of diverse range of reasons for, for those agents planning to leave their jobs, what is it that companies can do to boost retention, Ed? There's a few trends. Um, and some of the technologies we've talked about, they're, they're kind of table stakes that you have to have to, to be able to start. What I, what I see when I'm sort of analysing you know, what, what employees want, diversity is really key. And that, you know, if we're looking at the latest generations, they prioritise diversity, and that is um, race, gender, identity, orientation, uh, and your brand, your marketing, your retention, your workplace, all, all, all have to you know, reflect that. Um, there are values first cohort coming into the workplace. So, you know, more than money, as the, as the stats have shown, they want organisations whose values are aligned to their own. Um, and then moving on to a separate area, it's like new work preferences. You know, we, we've moved beyond full-time, part-time. Um, there's an amazing stat. Um, up until 2015, so from 2005 to 2015, 94% of net new jobs were not traditional jobs, weren't full-time, part-time. So, so we've got to think about how do we take advantage of the continuum of all those different job types right through to people being, you know, logging in for 30 minutes work. Um, so we need to change how we hire and, uh, and, and develop talent. And, and we've got the most education-oriented generation coming to the workplace. So we've got to give them a career path that isn't the traditional ones we had, the Graham had and I had. You know, they, we're, so we're going to have people who like taking contacts, but also want to do some planning and might want to do some, um, you know, some customer experience work as well. And, and so they're going to have a very different career path. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for, uh, to both of you for delving into the report for us. I think there's a lot of really interesting findings in there. Uh, so it's been great to hear from you. I really appreciate your time. Thanks to you both. No problem. Well, Cheers, thank thanks. you. And yeah, awesome. If you've enjoyed this video, please do share it on social media and subscribe to our channel as well. Uh, this has been William Smith for CX Today. Thanks again to Ed and Graham for, for sharing their expertise. And uh, thank you for watching. Thanks. Bye.